From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable discussion for the week of January 16th, 2013. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Sean Thompson, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Dustin West, back on the controls. In this week's show, we'll discuss the management shakeup at Walt Disney World that was recently announced. And Kevin and John have their most recent dining review of Sanaa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Sorry, it is going up a little late this week. Uh, but uh, the reason for that is we were working on our first thing for our live show <laughs> that's coming up on... Uh, it was a big thing. Too. It was a big, a big thing. thing. <laughs> Huge um, thing. We were working on our first thing for the live show, uh, the first live show that we're going to be doing on February 5th. Uh, we'll be at disunplugged.com if you want to watch us record the show live. Uh, we are going to be doing that weekly and uh, broadcasting on disunplugged.com. And what we were doing, our first big thing, is being called Seven Resorts in Seven Nights. And basically what we did was we visited seven different resorts in seven <laughs> nights. And uh, we are actually going to, here's how this is going to go. The, uh, you're going to start seeing our coverage on this on the blog. Now, right now, the blog is at disunplugged.com. In order to make room for the live show, we're switching that. The blog will now be located, as of the 29th, at blog.wdwinfo.com. And the first blog that goes up will be the first resort that we're covering. We're not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to guess which resorts we were at each day. So starting on the 29th, the first blog will go up with photo galleries, video overviews, uh, information, all the stuff that we gathered in these one-day mini-reviews that we did of each of these seven resorts. And the last one of them goes up the day before we do our live show, and then we'll have our discussion and some extra video that was not included with the uh, blogs going up on that show. So, Bloopers? What's that? Bloopers, outtakes? Yeah, there's going to be a gag reel. <laughs> Is there going to be a gag reel? <laughs> no, not really. Deleted scenes. <laughs> Alternate endings. Alternate endings. <laughs> endings yes. Vote. Should Pete rant? But um, I got to tell you, you know, this was a kind of a different way of doing our resort reviews, uh, visiting, and it was it was a little grueling. I mean, it was a lot of work. It was fun. It was a lot, a of, lot fun, of fun. But going right. back and forth uh, to different resorts, yeah. we uh, we were there all day, all, all day, day and had you know got room, got a room, and. Checked out the rooms and the... People that are stuck in an office are not going to feel sorry for us. No, they're really not. They're really not. But uh, it was... uh, Oh, my little thing is off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Say no to my little thing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But it was. It was a lot of fun. But we also, I mean, really, wow. There was a lot of ground to cover. So we were literally doing mini reviews. And these are not going to be the full reviews we normally do. Uh, just kind of like little mini reviews of seven resorts and uh, have some interesting observations. Stay on 192. 
For those yes. resorts you stayed The Gold at. Key Motel. Sorry, I thought I heard somebody knocking at the door. Oh. That was actually my foot. Sorry. Oh. Um, we're still rehearsing uh, with the cameras <laughs> and everything. And Well, every time we come back, there's something new. I know. There's like new cameras and new lights. and it's More coming. More coming. Oh, good. It's starting to feel a little like an interrogation. <laughs> I can't wait until we I'm have the nasal cams. The ones that go like right up our nose. Those are going to be fun. Make a note of that. Dustin, he wants a nasal cam. A nasal cam, sure. Um, yeah, he wants no- to be lit from underneath as well. <laughs> yeah, that's flattering. <laughs> that's flattering. <laughs> so, very excited about that. Like I said, Seven Resorts and Seven Nights starts on our blog, blog.wdwinfo.com, January 29th. And you will get to see the full report on all seven resorts on our first live show, which airs February 5th. That's right. At uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. DizUnplugged.com. Very excited about it. A little nervous about it. Trying to do a live show. I'm really concerned that I'm going to say something that I shouldn't say. I've already asked Dustin to start looking into uh, delay, delay. delay dumps. Um, uh, Call Kathy Griffin's producers. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we have in housekeeping? I have a couple things. Uh, first thing I want to say is happy birthday to Teresa. Teresa's birthday is going to be tomorrow for us. We're recording on the 17th, mm-hmm. but her birthday is on the 18th. So, happy birthday, Teresa. Um, Who's not here today because Stella is sick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. feeling better, though. Her fever broke. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So that's Teresa good. doesn't even look 60. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Doesn't look a day over 59. Oh, my. And my second thing is I want to remind folks about our August cruise coming up on the Oasis of the Seas, August 24th to August 31st. If you want some information on that, go to the podcast board. It's one of the sticky threads on the top, and you can see a link to pricing and all good information. Now that our last podcast cruise is out of the way, we're going to start focusing on getting more information up about that cruise, including anything special we're going to do and all the cool stuff that's involved in that. We hope you join us. Kevin and I just came off of the Allure, which is the sister ship. Love that ship. Had a great time. Yeah, I can't some, wait. Put some great blogs up on foodietales.com. Thank you. We got some more to go, but we put a couple up. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> we love that ship. I want the yep. roast beef sandwich. That every day. So good. I think we had one every day. Matt from Australia keeps saying that it'll be a very expensive lunch, but he's considered flying from Australia to Florida just to get one. They're that good. <laughs> All right. You want to tell Pete about the cruise we booked? John and I have booked a cruise for, are you talking about the one in May? No, no. The one coming up the next year. We've booked a cruise. It is a 14-night cruise or an 18-night cruise. It leaves, around the world. <laughs> it leaves out of Sydney, Australia, goes to New Zealand, and then it goes to the South Pacific. Oh, Fiji, I hate you. Bora oh Bora. Remarkably inexpensive. Papiete. And it ends in, it goes to Maui, and it ends in Oahu. It's a repositioning cruise. Two of us in a junior suite, six thousand dollars. Wow, that's not bad. It's going to cost wow. you forty-six thousand dollars for airfare. Right? Yeah. I'm just going to say it's going to cost you at least that three much. weeks. Apparently, wow. So we really take. have to leave next week, <laughs> and this is in April of 2014. And Matt's going to join us. Oh, that's oh, awesome! That's nice. yeah, so we're going to have fun. But that's it for my housekeeping. I hope. Well, you know where I'm going to go where? this year? Where I've decided I'm going this year? Where? Tokyo. Excellent. Ooh. I'm going to go see Tokyo Disneyland. That is cool. Very, very cool. I want to see it. And I got to tell you something. 
if you get creative with your dates and you get creative with your airfare, you can get. I, I'm I'm seeing some good prices. Wow! Like first class going like direct to Tokyo, like ridiculous. But if I fly to Hawaii first class, then go from Hawaii to Tokyo in coach, which is only about seven hours. Very reasonable. Well, that's it's your limit, right? Seven hours in coaches. This is the most you'll ever do. And that's pushing think, it. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm surprised. I don't think that that's going to happen. It's two hours. I think we should take bets. Yeah, <laughs> he will be in first class. Well, but that's what they do. They go people go to Hawaii and then they stop mostly in California and go to Disneyland. So that's kind awesome. of how we have to break this trip up: going out and coming back, like a night in LA and a night in um, Oahu, going out. Yeah. Oh, you have to. No, I got to do a few. I'm going to do a few days at. Uh, I want to do a few days at Alani, and awesome. uh, then head Have off. you picked a date? Uh, not firm yet, but I'm thinking the May time frame. May of this year. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Thinking May. Wow. Wow. And you're going to. That's the best time. Of- Everybody's saying that's the best time to go to Soon. Tokyo. It just snowed there. Did you see the pictures? Yeah. That's when the cherry blossoms are in bloom. Is it really? I don't know. <laughs> I was watching DC. No, Japan has cherry blossoms, too. Isn't that where the trees from yeah, Washington came they from? They were a gift, yeah. They were okay. a gift. So, yeah. I think that's very cool, very exciting. Sean and Kathy, where are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. New where Jersey. Going? I'm going to Davenport, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, you just came back from somewhere exciting. Yeah, I went to California for Christmas. You had a, I had a prop plane. Oh, yeah, it was tiny. It was just like on the parent trap when you had to just walk out and climb up the stairs onto the airplane. It was teeny. Did they weigh you to see what side you should sit on? They almost did. Yeah, yeah it was a little scary. <laughs> yeah, when they have to weigh you getting on a plane. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. But you, uh, you should not go on that plane. You couldn't stand up in it. I saw the Patsy Klein story. Don't get on the small plane. Don't get on the small plane. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't stand up? Oh, no. I stepped in and I, I wanted to say, what is this, a plane for ants? I, I couldn't <laughs> move it. <laughs> I was on one of those small planes once and I made sure that the right propeller was going at the same speed as the left propeller and the person who was flying the plane said, feel free to move about the cabin i can touch both sides of the cabin (laughs) well i got scared because the left one started to move and the right one didn't and so i was like are we going to fly with one of them moving (laughs) eventually they both (laughs) well i'm sure our listeners are thrilled by these conversations so what else do we have in housekeeping anything that's it for me i have um i just wanted to mention again about the give kids the world meets um Nikki Bell and her team have announced their date. It's April the 26th to the 28th in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Um, we have uh, Arendelle Prince and their team in Indianapolis. Their event is on Labor Day. And we're waiting to hear the formal announcement from the people up in Massachusetts for their dates. I know they're definitely working on them. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if they picked their dates. I think they did because someone said there was a conflict. But go ahead. So we're we're set there, and then I have a little mini rant that I want to make. I posted about this on my Facebook page. But the other day, I went over to the park, and you know how when you go up to the turnstiles, and there's two turnstiles, and the line on the right was longer than the one on the left. So I got in the left-hand line, and I'm standing there, and I'm like thinking of what I'm going to do when I get in the park, and all of a sudden, this guy comes up and gets in my face. And I mean, in my face, and goes, you know there's only one line. You're in the wrong place. You need to be back there. And I went, excuse me? No, there's two lines here. He goes, no, it's one line. It splits when you get up there. I assume he wasn't a cast member. No, he wasn't a cast member, but he's, I'm like, 
no, sir, I'm trying to do my very best, you know, nice voice. And the people around him and his wife, like, pulled him back to, like, get in the line, like, hey, you're embarrassing us. But, yes, people, there are two lines when you go up to the turnstile. I was going to say, there's never one line that splits off when you never. go to no. any point. Never. No. It's always separate lines. But, you know, that, that thought crossed my mind. I wanted to go, like... Do you know how many times I come to the parks? Really? Do you and know who I am? To? <laughs> and and I the minute that, you say that, someone's going to say, are you Kathy from the podcast? Yes, <laughs> yes. So people on Facebook wanted to know, and they wanted to see if it did happen to be a Diz um, person or somebody who listened to the podcast that came up and got in my face. So if it's you, email me. <laughs> we'll take it outside. Okay, I have a mini rant, too. Oh, okay. Disney has to fix their um, dining reservations. It's like applying for a bank loan. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. It is, it is. And then now they've got a thing that if you call the dining line, you have an automated, uh, there's an automated response and you have to tell it the date and the number of people and where you want to go and what park you're going to be in and whether you have a ticket. And then it says, okay, now state your name. So I said, Kevin Close. And they said, that's not a name. you have to talk to a representative now the representative have none of those automated response so you have to start over so now i've started screaming representative the minute the phone starts ringing (laughs) so i went online to do it and i figured all right i've i've learned how to make reservations online it's easy enough well not anymore Mm -mm. now it tells me that saint cloud florida and my zip code doesn't exist it's not a real place I've kind of about lost it, and everybody I've talked to. Well, you did, sir. Why don't you just go to the uh, survey at the end of this call? Why don't you just fix it? Just fix it. Well, yeah. we know there's a problem. Then put the old one back till this one is fixed. <laughs> it's miserable, yeah, is what it, it is. is. So. John gets laughing the minute I get screaming representative because he can hear me all over the house. <laughs> kind of just for fun, I have him make dining reservations. <laughs> I should do a restaurant review and I sit in my office and I listen to him. Representative. Representative. Representative! <laughs> oh, boy. Kitty always laughs at me when I do that with the, because they don't know who you are and they don't care if you're saying it however you want to say it and it's like representative. or dep- It depends on what mood I'm in when I say that and sometimes it's representative and then sometimes it's <laughs> representative I made a reservation for Sanaa we're going to review Sanaa today and I made it just the other day and I went through the whole thing with the lady as I told her I'm not applying for a mortgage I, I, I gave less information to the bank I swear she says okay two adults blah 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 all the information at the end of it she says will you need a booster seat <laughs> <laughs> And I love how they have to go through the whole litany of questions, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's the new system is a little, little nuts, yeah, little nuts. It's got a ways to go. All right, anything else for housekeeping? Uh, yeah, I just have a quick one. I just want to um, remind people that uh, to go on to review post and leave your reviews for attractions. Um, we're integrating that into the mobile site, and it's looking really good. Um, there's been a little bit of confusion though how to leave a review. So once you just log into review post, um, go to the specific attraction or dining page, and then there'll be a link up in the top right to post a review. So I'll have all the information in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. All right, that will do it for housekeeping. Johnny with the news. All right, our first news story. Orlando International Airport gets high marks except for parking. Orlando International Airport got high marks from departing par- passengers 
but airport parking shuttles are slower than those located off the airport, according to a survey released January 16th. Why are you laughing at me? Not. <laughs> Go ahead. About 86% of the 513 people surveyed between August 31st and August 21st, August 13th and August 21st, 2012, were satisfied with airport operations and wait times. However, it was that it was airport shuttles getting their passengers to the airport terminal in 15 minutes, only 50% of the time, compared to 100% for off-airport parking. About 33% of the survey respondents reported waits of 16 to 30 minutes to arrive in the terminal from the parking lot. Uh, we need to work on parking. Phil Brown, executive director of Greater Orlando Aviation Authority, told the Orlando Sentinel, wait times, whether for parking or security checkpoints, is one of the customer service issues being addressed by authority members Dean Asher and Domingo Sanchez. Sanchez is looking at general customer service issues, and Asher is evaluating security screening at the airport. Uh, wait times for immigration and passport control, check bags, baggage, and customs declined from the times given by, rep by respondents in April and November of last year. But Brown and authority members expressed concern with lower customs and immigration satisfaction in the survey. Uh, Brown said congestion, congestion at international gates was behind those declines and one of the motivations behind a $114 million uh, renovation and terminal improvement for the airport for international flights. We don't come in international through Orlando International. Through no, Orlando. never. Usually we do our, our customs are done at like, Either Orlando or JFK, yeah. So I don't experience that. I think Orlando's a great airport. I love Orlando. Yeah. I think it has something to do with the fact that we know it. But of all the ones I've been to, it seems to me to be the most user-friendly. And I think it's nice to know that people are working on it. I don't they, understand where the shuttles are coming from. Oh, have you ever taken one of those shuttles from we, one of the parking lots? We don't. We actually, this is awful. We park in regular parking and pay the price. The first time... After I moved here and I had to fly out for my other job, I thought, well, I'll park in one of those extended lots and see how it is. It was terrible. It, it does take a long time. And I'm like, I would rather pay the money and park in the terminal building and know that I could get into the airport much quicker than waiting for the bus. And that's what they're saying. They're saying if you use their off, quote-unquote off-site, which is really on-site parking, as opposed to some uh, third-party parking, it's much slower to get back. But we've never done it, so... Don't do it. I'd, again, I'd rather pay the price to park every day. All right, our second news story. Woman arrested after allegedly making bomb joke at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, this is a rocket scientist for you. Mm -hmm. A mother spent the night in the Orange County Jail because a joke about a bomb got her hauled out of Universal Studios in handcuffs on Tuesday. As 45-year-old Sherry Romello left the jail Wednesday night, she was still dressed in her blue sequin top she wore when she was arrested while trying she to was there for a Liza Minnelli concert. Apparently. She's quoted as saying, I've learned a lesson. Don't wear blue sequin? <laughs> That's why she should have been arrested. According to reports, the tourists from Vienna, Virginia, entered uh, the park oh. Tuesday night. Is that it was an O moment from That's the That's where I used to work. It's also where... Like the Dustin's from Virginia. So. No, it's Northern Virginia. Yeah, it's it's no. blue sequins a big thing. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I used to wear when I worked there. <laughs> I'm sorry to those of you in Northern Virginia. Continue. As she entered the park Tuesday night, she went through security and closed her purse 
before the security officer could look inside. Reports state that when the security guard asked what was in her bag, she replied, quote, there's a bomb in my bag. Oh, good for you. Wow. And she's reported saying, I didn't mean it. My purse couldn't hold the bomb, blah, blah, blah. Uh, While Romello might have thought it was a joke, the security security officials at Universal Studios didn't and called the police. So was this the exact scene from Meet the Parents where uh, Ben Stiller's like, bomb, 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 bomb on the airplane? (laughs) Romello was booked into Orange County Jail on $10,000 bail. Damn. She was released from jail at 10.30 Wednesday night. Um, she thinks the, the incident was poorly handled. Of course she does. Of course she does. And a spokesperson from Universal said, quote, we take the safety of our guests very seriously and react as the situation requires. Okay, here's the thing. You don't go in to a public place in 2013 and joke about having a bomb, you moron. Right. You well, deserve, look, you deserve to be arrested for the sequin top, okay? <laughs> you sh- going into a theme park with a sequin top, that's your first clue that you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. The second clue is that you're joking about a bomb at security in a theme park. And you don't think it was handled well? What wasn't handled well was your fashion choice getting dressed in the morning. And then making the joke about the bomb. So, please. I love, that that's a, I love that that's a focus of the story. <laughs> sequins. Why are you wearing sequins in a theme park? My favorite line from the story was she was still wearing her shirt the next day. Well, they also, I was listening on the way over here that she is saying that that's not what she said. But when everybody asked her what she said, she wouldn't say what it was. She's quoted as saying, I showed my purse and show how small it was. And I said, I couldn't get a bomb in here. But she's saying that's not what she said, okay. though. You don't use <laughs> right. the yeah. word bomb in a public place in 2013. I don't care how you use it. You don't use that word. Especially in line at security in front of a security officer. Oh, yeah. There's and a certain point at which you Not in an up. airport, not on an airplane, in any public space, you don't start cracking jokes about bombs. And look, Unless we're when you're getting about- ready to go into a theme park, if you think to yourself... Oh, the sequin top would look good today. You're making a bad choice. Okay? I'm sorry, but I am upset about that. We might have other issues. <laughs> Just sort of culminated with the bomb thing. Did you want to say something about no. bombs and Universal? Transformers or All I was going to say is, unless we're talking about the movie Cloud Atlas, but... <laughs> <laughs> Right now, if you're talking about Universal's movies being bombs, that's a little different. But <laughs> still, wait till you're through security. Hey, how about Brave winning Golden Globe? Yeah, I think that's great. I think it. I think it was pretty much. A, a well, given. it was up against Wreck-It Ralph. There were no actually... Wreck-It Ralph was better. I think a lot of people thought um, that would win. Really? Yeah. Did you see Wreck-It Ralph? No. I heard it wasn't that good. I've never hated there. a movie so much oh. in my life. No, it's I've... it's a good movie. I it really is. Like a bad acid trip. <laughs> um, you were just yeah, it's good to taking see the Di- wrong acid. <laughs> it's good to see Disney win for best cartoon. That hasn't happened. In they the had three out of years. five nominees. Yeah, I think the odds were in their favor. No. And our final news story. You make I, it sound like they never win. I mean, they always win. But the last couple of years, they haven't. Well, they, they didn't deserve to. Right. But so, that's unusual for them not to win. Oh. It's because they had meet the, what were they, meet the Incredibles? No. Meet the, <laughs> meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> meet the Incredibles. Meet the Incredibles. <laughs> All right, and our final news story. I drive live to start construction next month. 
the planned $200 million iDrive Live shopping, dining, entertainment district in Orlando's tourist area is set to start construction on about 95,000 square feet of entertainment buildings next month. What are they leveling to put this up? Yeah. Um, they've already started. If you go down iDrive, you can see... Where on iDrive? Is um, it where Mercado used to be? Yeah, and that sort of old back area there. I don't think there was stuff there originally. Okay. I think it's, it's closer to the convention area. Yeah. Okay. So, traffic is usually bad there. So, it's on mm-hmm. the Plaza International side, the nice side. Not yeah. the... Every other shop is a t-shirt shop side. Yeah. Over by Wet and Wild. Okay. But that's starting to get better. They're starting to encroach on that. So, oh, I think I, I hope I so. Anyway, Orlando-based Unicorp National Developments, Inc. and New York-based Circle Entertainment began site work last fall on 18.7-acre vacant site on International Drive and are expected to start vertical construction in February. Um, are we supposed to get an eye? Yeah, I'm saying uh, Merlin's Entertainment Group is putting in a 25,000-square-foot 25, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum as well as a 25,000-square-foot Sea Life Aquarium and a 45,000-square-foot, quote-unquote, terminal building that will house other international cl- national tenants who are not named at this point. Okay, wait a second. Mm. You're opening an aquarium yeah. up the street from SeaWorld? I thought that was dumb. Did, did, you, did, you, I don't know. <laughs> did you drive around before you thought this one up? <laughs> I, I was going to say it. It's a wax museum. Right, which, There's nothing creepier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you really want to stand next to a wax Nicole Kidman? I was going to say, it sounds like everything that's at Myrtle Beach. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. I Drive Live is also going to house the 425-foot Orlando Eye observation wheel. And the, there's so much to see. <laughs> okay. And then why does it have to be that tall? It could be like 10 feet. You could just have people go up a ladder. Yeah, t- 10 feet, and you, you could still see, see Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's the ocean. <laughs> And, and the developers are in talks with a Vegas-style nightclub that would lease a 20,000-square-foot building with a pool. Well, these thousands of square feet aren't adding up to 95 that we're starting <laughs> with. <laughs> um, I think we're way over. They confirm that the firm is negotiating with a high-end Vegas-style nightclub but declined, declined to share details. Unicorp also is negotiating with a couple of other potential users, including a 10,000-square-foot sugar factory restaurant. Okay. Like that's in, you said that like I should know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> it says that. Hey, look, I mean, complete corner of the eye. Look I at did. you. I, mean, I got side eyes there. You know, sugar land or whatever that it's, was called. It's in the Paris Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, and I think, I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of it, and they made like it was a big deal. Like The sugar factory is going in. Oh, good. Plus a 4,000 square foot. I know. Oh, it's we're more. no way over. We're, way <laughs> over. we're up to like 600,000 square feet. <laughs> um, well, it's going up. The square footage. I know. They're doing vertical building. I, right. I heard you. And a 4,000 square foot burger fi. And if you'd like to know what a burger fi is, you can go to burgerfi.com. It's some kind of specialty burger shop that I've never heard of before. Because okay. we don't have enough of those. Right. So remember it, when they put in Point Orlando and it was going to be the be all and be, be all and end all, and they had an FAO Schwartz, and that lasted about four years, and mm-hmm. then it became like a bowling alley. They're putting a lot of money into this, and I agree with you. I don't know that's going to draw people out that way. I, I'm sorry, the the convention area is 
bad traffic at the worst, the best of times. And when there's a big convention there, it's impassable. Anybody who lives here will go miles out of their way to not have to drive on that section of iDrive. So I wish them well. And I think that's what they're going to capitalize on. They're going to capitalize on that tourist, on that uh, convention business. That aquarium is going to have to be a big draw. They're going to have to have something more than like koi. (laughs) No, they're going to have to compete with a killer whale. Okay, because the aquarium up the road has that. (laughs) And it jumps out of the water. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't make sense. But who knows? Maybe it'll be great. I've I've also heard rumors of, have you heard of Magic Kingdom? Mm-mm. Not Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. We have. Wow. It's, it's, we it's are. A- we are the. We are the Disney podcast that is on top of what's new. <laughs> There's this park. Have you heard of the Magic Kingdom? No, it's only been there for forty-one. Where's years. my breaking news uh, <laughs> right. uh, soundbite? No, I meant to say it's called Chocolate Kingdom. A world of chocolate. Is it called? I've heard yes. Chocolate Kingdom is the okay. name they're using. It's over they- by the Wawa. By SeaWorld. Have you been there? It's not open yet. It's going to be like a Are they theme starting park. construction? <laughs> it's going to be a theme park based around chocolate. And one of the things is there's going to be a chocolate river running through it. Willy Wonka. And it's it's like one little part in this shopping center, like See, over I behind SeaWorld. I was the there's going to be a big park. No, no. It's just this one little building. Because as I was driving by, I went, World <laughs> of Chocolate. It's World of Chocolate Cafe and Museum. Where'd you park? <laughs> the title. I parked in Cadbury 46. Where the, where, where the hell do I live? <laughs> really? I love the chocolate museum. Is it going to be like old chocolates from the 20s? You know? did, you, did, you ever find yourself, did you ever find yourself wishing for another recession? <laughs> <laughs> this is the result of the recession. All that cheap land. They're building stupid stuff. Oh. Uh, have you heard of the magic? I can't get over that. <laughs> Pat is a soundbite. Yeah. That has to make its way into okay. the prize match run. All right. People are mean. She was still wearing the same shirt. <laughs> All right. I'm done. All right. Thank you very much, Don. Let's move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. Who would like I'm to go first? I'm going first. Kevin. Mine's really rapid. Uh, February 23rd and 24th is the Downtown Orlando Food and Wine Fest. Uh... Mark the calendar if you're here in town. It's I've never been to it, but we're going to check it out this year. So they're I imagine they'll have the downtown area restaurants and out and doing kind of the same thing. Mm. Food festivals have become kind of Sounds a big deal here. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah I'm looking like forward that. to it. February twenty. Let me make sure. February twenty third and twenty fourth. Yeah, it's John's birthday present. Um, <laughs> food. You can go to downtownfoodandwinefest.com. Great. Thank you, Kevin. John Majoy. Um, Disney Cruise Line's got a whole bunch of great uh, discounts out at the moment. Well, a lot of Galveston. <laughs> Galveston and Miami. Well, People with elbows sale free. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ones I was focusing on. Kids sale free out of four, six, and eight night sailings out of Galveston. Date restrictions apply pretty much through the end of uh, April 2013. And... Uh, four and five night sailings out of Miami again through the end of April. But here's my, here's what I want to say. One of the reasons why Disney sailed out of Galveston this year is because a lot of people put on that survey, we want to see you sail out of other ports. If people aren't going to sail on these cruises, Disney's not going to do it. Right. So it's kind of like step up. If you want to go on these cruises, go on these cruises. No, no, no. No, they wanted 
out of other ports. They didn't want them twice the price of going out of Port Canaveral. But the kids are free. <laughs> it's still you're still talking you're still talking five thousand dollars for a stateroom you can get for three thousand at a Port Canaveral, and you're talking you know, five thousand. And you're talking $5,000 for a stateroom that you can get on the ship sitting next to you in Galveston for less than half the price. As long as Disney is going to keep doing that, they're going to have problems. So I think there's an interest in cruises out of Galveston. I just don't think there's an interest in paying double for them. I think that's why they're having trouble. And and they every time I, I meet with Disney people that talk about Galveston, they look at each other perplexed. Like... People aren't going to pay that. They're not. Not to sail out of Galveston. You're going to get it in Alaska. You're going to get it in the Mediterranean. You're going to get it in some exotic places. Galveston. People are not going to pay double to go out of Galveston. And they're not going to pay double to go to the Western Caribbean. It was like those ones that sailed up and down the California coast and they put Pixar characters on them and, you Ugh. know, you got to be in movies. and Yeah, and it was $10,000 for an inside stateroom. It was crazy. I mean, not literally, but you know what I'm saying. Right. That's the stuff that they're, you know, I think that's more of it. I don't think, I don't think it's a lack of interest out of Galveston. I think it's a lack of interest for people paying what, the ridiculous prices Disney's trying to charge for those cruises. But the other, on the flip side of that is it a three ninety nine per person uh, special rate on three and four night sailings out of Port Canaveral on the Disney Dream uh, August and September of this year plus an onboard credit. By so, trip insurance. But it's so. Hurricane Sandy hurt them. Yep. Hurricane Sandy hurt them, and they're as a result Because it's not now, just Florida anymore. Right. Well, I'm I'm also saying the the stories that came out of uh, people from people that were on the ship during Hurricane Sandy. You know, you're talking the height of hurricane season, August September, and this is what's this. I think that's why you're seeing that. I mean, that's a ridiculously good price. Right. Would you say three ninety nine a person? Three ninety nine per person. Select sailings. Um, let me get there again. August twenty fifth through September twenty sixth, two thousand thirteen. If you don't mind sailing upside down, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a morning after. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> don't listen, Amy Leonard. <laughs> yeah, really. Amy, turn your iPod off. All right, that's it for my rapid fire. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, Kathy. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the new Wilderness Explorers Adventure that's coming to Animal Kingdom this spring. This looks cute. Yeah. it's If you ever saw the movie Up, Russell was a wilderness explorer, and they're going to have like little adventures you can do through the park now. You can earn badges. Um, you're going to have a field guide. It sounds like fun. It, it, it It's going to make Animal Kingdom, at least to me, more interesting again instead of because i don't ride a lot of the rides but i would <laughs> not a real compliment for well, no, uh, no, to, no i'm not a roller coaster Thank God it will make it more interesting <laughs> no because i think that's like that's not a full day park in my estimation i know people disagree with that but i think with this i think you'll get people coming back i think this is going to be a bigger hit than like that sorcerers of the magic kingdom okay on. seriously go through animal kingdom with dustin um i felt the same way and then, because he used to work there, and they give them all this backstory and all this interesting little details that I hadn't heard before. And as we walked around, he was like pointing things out and telling me these things. I'm like, okay, this park just became immensely more. Oh, interesting. I love the details at Animal Kingdom. It's just I don't. There's not a lot of the rides that I ride. 
there. Right. But like like the stickers on the walls and why this is there and that kind of stuff, I love it over there. But yes, Dustin, we can go sometime. Yeah, and, and we could spend hours just in Pangani or Maharaja. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you both should dress up as Russell. All I right, thank you, thank you, Kathy. Sean. All right. Eustace. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> is that public now? That's, that's his name. new. Uh, yes, his new name is Eustace. Why is it Eustace? It's a skirt name. It's a long. It's a long story. Yeah, but it's, it's boring. Well, <laughs> the bakery in the France Pavilion. He says, "Is that public now?" Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the uh, bakery in the France Pavilion is now open. It was down for a while, uh, getting refurbed. And, of course, it has the Frenchest name they could have named it. And it is Les Halles Boulangerie Patisserie. Well, do you know what Les Halles was? The hall? I don't know. No, it was the actual farmer's market, the open-air market in part of Paris. And that's oh, really? where, yeah, that was there for hundreds of years. Where the it, plague started. <laughs> <laughs> it actually closed in the like, mid-century, like the 60s, I think. It was Les Halles was the open-air food market, like a... Farmer's market kind of thing in the middle of Paris. Well, that makes sense because they have a lot more stuff. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, it actually opens at 9. So Kathy Mm -hmm. said that you can get into World Showcase and eat there before World Showcase opens. I went over the other morning to do this. And if you ever wanted to feel like you had the theme park to yourself, go over for breakfast. Because they interrogate you on the bridge asking you, you know, why you're wanting to cross the bridge and then they remind you that that's the only place that's open but you have like the place to yourself over there this is in that sort of unused area of the shop right mm-hmm. the shop is still there it's like yeah it's like the back wall you know where the inside eating area used to be mm-hmm. they just blew out the back wall and and put the new bakery back in there yes is the shop still open and mm-hmm. all of good because i think the show empties out into that shop yes. still, mm-hmm. so they don't yes, want to get rid of that still does um but we have lots of pictures a blog post and a full menu up on our site so i will uh, link to those Awesome. Links to that and everything we talk about on the show. Podcast.wdwinfo.com. Dustin, did you have anything for Rapid Fire? I, I just had uh, something simple. They've changed the icon on the menus um, for the kids' healthy picks. Now it's a, a classic yellow Mickey head instead of that green check mark kind of thing. That, that's all I had to say about that. Okay. I need two more <laughs> seconds. Both ABD Backstage Magic trips are sold out. I am accepting a wait list in case someone has to drop out. And we're down to our last handful of seats for Germany. Literally, the last handful of seats are available. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. That will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. And stop with the sequin things. Keep parts. Thank <laughs> you.